The appointed times of the Lord are in three parts. Los tiempos designados por Dios vienen en tres partes. And what we're going to read in Leviticus 23 y lo que vamos a leer en 23 is how God said these are his times. Y com, es como Dios dijo que estos son los tiempos designados God por has designed these times before the foundation of the world. Dios puso estos días especiales antes de la fundación del mundo. So when we look at the feasts, cuando miramos las fiestas, Looking at the unfolding of God's timetable. And we're going to see there's something that is consecutive with each one of the feasts. And that has to do with maturity. Or a harvest of the first fruits. O una cosecha de los primeros frutos. Each one of the feasts Cada una de las fiestas begins with first fruits, comienza con los primeros frutos, a main harvest, después la cosecha principal, and the gleanings. y después los rebuscos. So in the end time, en los tiempos finales, there's going to be a first fruit harvest, van a venir los, uh, los, uh, la cosecha de los primeros frutos, before the tribulation. Antes de la tribulación. Then there's going to be the main harvest. Entonces viene la cosecha principal. In the middle of the tribulation. En el medio de la tribulación. Which you see in Revelation 7. Que está en Apocalipsis 7. And I saw a great multitude. Dice vi una gran multitud. Which no man could number. Que ningún hombre podía contar. Of every kindred, tribe, and tongue. De toda tribu y toda lengua. Standing before the throne. Delante del trono. With palm branches in their hands. Con palmas en sus manos. Crying salvation unto our God. Diciendo salvación a nuestro Dios. Who sits upon the throne? Que está sobre el trono. And the and the elder said to John, y el le a Juan, "Who are these? ¿Quién son estos? And from whence have they come? ¿De dónde han and John said, "My Lord, you know." Señor, tú sabes. And the elder said to him, "These are those who have come out of the great tribulation." And washed their robes y han sus ropas, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Y se han hecho sus ropas blancas. Therefore, así. They are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. That's not a bad place to be, is it? But in the New Jerusalem, there is no temple and there's no night there. But those who are before the throne of God serve him day and night in his temple. En su templo. So the first fruits are going to be caught up to the throne of God. These are what we see in Revelation 12, which we call the man-child company. We see it in the manifestation of the sons of God. In Romans 8, it says all of creation is groaning and travailing, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. In the Hebrews 2, it says that Jesus Uh, become our high priest Dice que llegó a ser sumo that he might bring many sons para poder traer hijos to glory. A la so, what we're speaking about in first fruits are the sons of God. These are those who have the use of his name. Son aquellos que tienen su nombre. These, of you, these are those who have been trained. Son aquellos que han sido entrenados. And the, the uh, schoolmaster 
brought them to a certain maturity los trajo a una madurez, and he tells the father y después le dice al padre, these are ready estos están listos. and so the father throws a party Así que el padre tira una gran fiesta, and he puts his arm around his son y pone su brazo alrededor de su hijo, and he introduces him y lo presenta to all his friends a todos sus amigos, all his business acquaintances a sus, eh, eh, and all his relatives and he says this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased you hear him so we see that in Galatians the fifth chapter where it says that even though he's a child and he's the heir of all things Nevertheless, he is under tutors and trainers until the time set by the Father. So, when a, 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 a child is born in the Father's family, he's not adopted into the Father's family. He's a child of the Father. Y en un niño de ese padre. And he's the heir of all things. Y es heredero de todo. But he still has to come to maturity. Pero todavía tiene que llegar a la madurez. So the trainers, Así que los tutores, the tutors, los entrenadores, train him in all the different ways that the father demands. Lo entrenan en todas las cosas que el padre exige. And when that child has come up to the place, y el niño ha llegado al punto, up to the standard a la medida, that the father has set, que el padre establecido, then the father adopts him entonces el padre lo adopta into the family a la familia, as a son. Como hijo. Then he gives him the use of his name. He gives, him, he gives him the use of his finances. He has the power of attorney to act in place of the father. So when the son speaks, after he's been adopted into the family, it's the same as the father speaks. So this is what God is doing. He's gathering together sons that he might bring them to his very glory. That they might stand in his presence and see his face. The heir of the doctrine of salvation is that they miss this whole preparation time and the maturity that the Father has demanded for His sons. Now, if you follow through the The unfolding of these feasts, which are the harvests in Revelation 12, you see the woman who is a, a heavenly creature with the sun and the moon under her feet. She's pregnant. She's with child. She's in labor to, get, to be delivered. And it says the devil is watching and waiting that as soon as the man-child is born that he might devour it. But as soon as the man-child comes forth he's caught up to the throne of God where he's going to rule the nation with a rod of iron. Then the woman goes into the wilderness where she has a place prepared for her for 1260 days for 42 months for three and a half years. 
And then she gives birth to another group. Y entonces da a, a luz otro grupo. Who are killed. Que son matados. But they are resurrected. Pero son resucitados. This is in the middle of the tribulation. Eso viene en el medio de la tribulación. At the end of three and a half years. Después de tres años y medio. But then the woman goes farther into the wilderness. Pero después la mujer huye más al desierto. And she gives birth to another group. Y da luz otro grupo. Who holds the testimony of Jesus. Que guarda el testimonio de Jesucristo. And keep the commandments of God. Y guardan los mandatos de Dios. And they are killed for their faith. Y son matados por su and fe. And they are a part of the gleaning. Y son parte de los rebuscos. So in Revelation 12. Así que en Apocalipsis 12. You see the first fruits. Vemos los primeros frutos. The man child being caught up to the throne of God. varón que es tomado al trono. You see the a group from Revelation 7. Vemos el grupo de Apocalipsis 7. This great multitude which no man could number. La gran multitud sin número. Who are resurrected in the middle of the tribulation. Que resucita en el medio de la tribulación. And we see the gleaning. Y vemos los rebuscos. So we have the first fruit, the main harvest, and the gleaning. Así que están los primeros frutos. At the end of the tribulation. Y los rebuscos al final de la tribulación. So, all the churches are correct. Todas las iglesias están correctas. But they haven't seen Revelation 12. Pero no han visto Apocalipsis 12. And how it follows the feasts. Y cómo eso sigue exactamente a las fiestas. So when we study the appointed times of the Lord. Entonces cuando estudiamos los tiempos de Dios. We're studying the timetable of God. Estamos estudiando la agenda de Dios. Now this timetable of God. Ahora esta agenda de Dios. Is a corporate timetable. Es una agenda corporal. For the church. Para la iglesia. But it's a personal timetable. Pero también es una agenda personal. For each one of us. Para cada uno de nosotros. So each one of us Así que cada uno de nosotros have to experience Passover. Tenemos que experimentar las Pascuas. Everybody understand why? Entienden por qué? This is where your deliverance is. Porque ahí es donde de, de, ahí donde ahí es donde viene la liberación nuestra. Uh, we are we're all in Egypt. You want to bring the map, uh, Felipe? El mapa de Egipto. Todos we, estábamos en Egipto. We were all. Uh, slaves in Egypt. Todos éramos esclavos en Egipto. We were alienated from God. Apartados de Dios. Strangers to the covenant of God. Extranjeros a los pactos de Dios. So God delivered us. Así que Dios nos libró. Through the blood of the Passover lamb. A través de la sangre del cordero pascual. So we were all here in Egypt. Estamos aquí en Egipto. And God delivers us. Y Dios nos libra. Through Passover. A través de las Pascuas. But Passover is not just the blood upon the lintel and the doorpost. Passover is a large feast. Sino que es una fiesta grande. And there are many details. Y hay muchos detalles. Most every church, Casi toda iglesia, at least evangelical church, por lo menos las will teach Passover. Hablan de las Pascuas. But they preach the blood upon the lintel and the doorpost. Pero hablan solo de la sangre sobre las puertas. But they don't say anything about eating the Passover lamb. Y no dicen nada de comerse el cordero pascual. What they've done is they've replaced John 6. Ellos han reemplazado Juan 6. Where Jesus was teaching on Passover. Donde Jesús enseñaba de la Pascua. And he said, unless you eat my flesh. El Dios, si no comen mi carne. And drink my blood. Y beben mi sangre. There's no life in you. No tienen vida en ustedes. But he who eats my flesh. Pero que come mi carne. And drinks my blood. Bebe mi sangre. Has eternal life. Tendrá vida eterna. And I will raise him up at the last day. Y lo levantaré en el día final. For my, my flesh is true food. Porque mi carne es comida verdadera. And my blood is true drink. Y mi he who eats my flesh el que come mi carne and drinks my blood mi has eternal life. Vida Amen. Amen. <clears throat>
Now you can't make that fit Ahora, eso no cabe in the Lord's table. En la Santa Cena. That's a whole different thing. Eso es, se trata de otra cosa. The Lord's table is remembering la Santa Cena es un of the Lord's death de la de until he comes. Hasta que But eating the Passover lamb Pero el Pascual, is another thing altogether. Se trata de otra cosa. People always stumble over drinking of his blood. La gente siempre tropiezan con eso de beberse la sangre. Because God forbid Israel to drink blood. Porque Dios le había prohibido a Israel beber sangre o comer sangre. So when Jesus said, "Unless you drink my blood," y cuando Cristo dijo, "Si no beben mi sangre," people got offended. La gente se ofendió. Even his disciples left and didn't come Aún back. Aún sus discípulos se iban y lo dejaron. Because that was an abomination. Porque eso era una abominación. To drink blood. El beber sangre. So there has to be an answer to Así que tiene que haber una respuesta. Because Jesus said, unless you drink my blood, Porque él dijo, si no beben mi sangre, you have no life in no you. Tendrán vida en vosotros. God said he gave them the blood upon the altar Dios dijo que le dio la sangre sobre el altar because of the life that was in it. Por causa de la vida que estaba en la sangre. Because the life of all flesh Porque la vida de toda carne is in the blood. Está en la sangre. And he has given the blood upon the altar, sobre el altar for the forgiveness of sins when the blood is poured out. Se la so God forbid Israel, Israel to drink the blood of animals. Que de But he never made a law. Pero nunca about drinking the blood de beber la of a life above man. De una vida más alta que el He forbid man al to drink blood beber from the life below man. De una vida que era menor que el the blood of animals. La sangre de animales. That's a life below man. Eso es un, una vida menor Everybody que understand that? Entienden eso? So when you drink the blood of animals, Así que tú bebes la you're de taking in a life that's lower than man's life. Estás una vida menor que el But when you drink the blood of Christ, Pero bebes la de Cristo, you're taking in a life está una vida above man. Más allá del that's the life we want. Esa es la vida que And what we're going to see In this next restoration, y lo que vamos a ver en la that everything is about life. Que todo se va a de vida. Jesus said, "The words that I speak to you, dijo, Las que yo les hablo, they are spirit, son and they are life." Y son vida. So this is a dimension now Así que esta es una that we have to move into, en la cual que where we quit preaching verses donde de and bíblicos. preaching the letter. Y la letra. We had to begin to speak the Spirit. Sino hablar en el Espíritu. We have to begin to impart life. A impartir vida. In the conference that um, Billy and Raúl went to. En la conferencia donde fueron, fueron Billy y Raúl. One of the themes was the life-giving church. Uno de los temas era la iglesia impartidora de vida. Versus the church that takes away life. A, a comparado a la iglesia que quita vida. Because some churches just sap the life right Porque out of it. You can go pumped up. Ir lleno, feel good. Te bien, when you leave, you're shocked. Because it just sucks the life out of it. But 
What, what God is restoring is a life-giving church. Pero Dios está restaurando iglesias que imparten vida. So what is the basis of the life-giving church? ¿Cuál es la base de una iglesia que da vida? Unless you eat my flesh si no comen mi carne, and drink my blood, mi sangre, there's no life in you. No hay vida en vosotros. That's the life-giving church. Esa es la iglesia que puede dar It has vida. to come from the life of Christ. Viene de la vida de Cristo. So we have to rise above Así que tenemos que subir por encima. this human Uh, life de esta vida humana, and begin to function y a in the life above humanity en esa vida más alta que la which is that life which coming down out of heaven que es esa vida que del cielo, gives life to the whole world da vida a todo el mundo. but you still have to ingest it Pero que you have to take it in Tomarlo. so Passover Así que las is an experience es una And salvation is an experience. Y la salvación es una experiencia. Baptism in water is an experience. Y el bautismo en agua es una experiencia. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is an experience. Y el bautismo en el Espíritu Santo es una experiencia. Entering into the kingdom, entrando, into this dimension. Entrando al reino es una experiencia. Into the Canaan. En Canaan. That's an experience. Esa es una experiencia. This is, we have a pastor, a Baptist pastor who meets with us every Tuesday. Hay un pastor que se reúne con nosotros. And when I begin to speak about all these things have to become our life, y cuando le expliqué que todas estas cosas tienen que llegar a ser experiencia nuestra, he said for 23 years, él dijo por 23 años, I was taught that it was all about doctrine. A mí me enseñaron que todo era doctrina nada más. If you know the doctrine, si tú conoces la doctrina, you've come to maturity. Has llegado la madurez. But then he said, I began to realize Pero entonces me di cuenta I hadn't experienced hardly anything. Que yo no había experimentado casi nada. I couldn't come to maturity in something no podía llegar la madurez en algo that I didn't have in my experience. Que yo no había experimentado. So experience is the very beginning of the harvest. Así que la experiencia nuestra es the experience of Passover is what prepares us for first fruit. Experimentar las Pascuas de verdad es lo que nos prepara so, para los primeros Does everybody frutos. understand that when we're talking about these feasts now, Ahora entiendan que cuando hablamos de estas fiestas, we're talking about experiences estamos hablando de experiencias coming to maturity llegando a la madurez, which are offered to God as the first fruits. So, there's a first fruit of Passover. Así que vienen los primeros frutos de las there's Pascuas. a first fruit of Pentecost. Los primeros frutos de Pentecostés. This was called the sheaf of the first fruits. So, when, when the, the harvest was just getting ripe, Cuando la cosecha estaba ya casi madurando, but the main harvest wasn't ripe, pero la mayoría todavía no estaba But listo. there was a head of wheat or barley that was ripe ahead of the, the main field. Siempre había un poquitico de trigo aquí y allí que ya estaba listo. So then they went out in the field. Salían al campo. And they pulled up a ripe head here. Sacaban un trigo maduro aquí. A ripe head there. Otra cabeza de trigo maduro. One over there. Y otra one allá. over there. One over there. And they made a sheaf. Y hacían como una gavilla. Out of these ripe heads. De, ese, de esos trigos que ya habían madurado. And they put the sheaf together, y esa gavilla, de they trigo, carried it into the presence of God, la a la de Dios, in the holy place, lugar santo, and they waved that sheaf before the Lord. Y la en la de This Dios. was called 
the, the sheaf of the wave offering. That was the promise of a harvest. That was the down payment. That was the earnest. It was a foretaste of the harvest that would come. But it was the very best. And it was called the sheaf of the first fruit. The sheaf of the wave offering. That's the first fruit offering. That's the man child. In Revelation 12. That's the 144,000. That's the bride of Christ. That's the manifested sons of God. Uh, that's the bond servant. So you see all those who are standing before the throne of God. They're all a part of the first fruit. If you read it in Revelation 14. Yeah, they, they go to the New Jerusalem where the throne of God is. It says of the man-child, he's caught up to the throne yeah, of God. <clears throat> But Jerusalem, all of Jerusalem is called the throne of God. Sometime I come, we'll do the whole understanding of Zion because Zion is the throne of God. And that's where those who stand on Zion That's where they are. This is what it says in Revelation 14. And I looked and I saw a lamb standing on Mount Zion. And with him, 144,000. Having the Father's name and the name of the lamb written in their forehead. And it goes on and gives their qualifications. Then he says, these are the first fruits. <laughs> So when you see the first fruits, you see those, they're called by different names. Así que cuando vemos los primeros frutos, también les llaman otros nombres. But whether they're talking about the man-child or the, the manifested sons of God, los hijos de Dios en gloria, mm. el, el bebé varón que the bride of Christ, the 144,000, they're all, they're all seeing the same picture, todos están viendo la misma, uh, imagen, but they're seeing it from a different viewpoint. Pero de una perspectiva diferente. But they're all the first fruits. Pero todos de los so, the, the reason for Passover la razón por la and unleavened bread y los panes sin is first fruits. Es los But now we see there's first fruits in this harvest. Pero hay en esta there's first fruits in this harvest. Hay pri eh, and en there's esta first fruits in this harvest. Y en aquella cosecha. So, we want to see people come to maturity <coughs> in their Passover experience, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. How does Christ get in you? You ingest him, you eat his flesh, and drink his blood. It's not complicated. I'm not trying to make it complicated. I know it sounds strange Suena extraño, because we're thinking in the natural mind con la mente natural, like, they, like the disciples did. Así como los How can this man give us his flesh to eat? See, they're thinking naturally. Están con la mente natural. But if you read it in John 1, Pero en Juan 1, he explains it to you. Él lo 
He says, in the beginning was the Word. En el la the Word was with God. El verbo. El verbo and the Word con was Dios. God. Y el verbo era Dios. The same was in the beginning with God. El que desde and con the Dios. Word became flesh. La se hizo carne. What did he say he had to eat? His flesh. Yeah. So we see that it's through the ingesting of the Word of God is that seed, what we're talking about, the seed of the kingdom, which is the Word of God. This is what he says in 1 Peter 1.22. For you were born again, not of sperma, or seed, which is perishable, but imperishable, through the living and the abiding Word of God. A través de la palabra viva de Dios. See? So, we have to begin to think out of the natural que más allá de la mente natural and begin to think in this dimension of the Spirit y pensar en el Espíritu. because we're moving into another dimension Porque vamos a entrar a una nueva dimension where only the Spirit donde solo el Espíritu will be the ministry. Será Será ministerio solo basado en el in the tabernacle we see it in the holy place el lo vemos en lugar santo. we see the lampstand vemos el with the seven spirits of God de Dios, which are the seven eyes of the Lord siete ojos de Dios, which are the seven flames of fire son las siete llamas, which stand before the Lord of the whole earth del trono de Dios. so the lampstand Así que el is illuminated está, eh, by the seven spirits of God por los siete de Dios. all the illumination in the holy place y toda la luz en lugar santo is 100% spirit es 100 there's no natural light no hay luz natural. so we have to stop thinking about natural things Así que hay que dejar de pensar en natural. preaching natural words hay que dejar de natural. this is what I say y esto es lo que yo what digo. we hear is the natural man a un preaching, natural, preaching natural words natural, to a natural people a una, a un natural, and they're getting a natural result. Everybody understands why that has to change, right? We cannot go on doing these things we've been doing. Because the church is not becoming more spiritual. And is not growing. And we're not seeing the maturity. Which is identified as the church coming to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. That's what we have to see in the church. Es lo que ver en la Because that's where we're going to find the first fruit. Is that too hard? Eso es no, if you try to do it yourself, it's too difficult. Si hacerlo por ti mismo, es muy you have to let the engrafted word, Pero que dejar que la that seed of God, esa de Dios, grow within you. De ti. See, in the holiness church, en la de santidad, everybody's trying to live the best they can a holy life. Then they discover y se dan the good they want to do, que lo bueno que hacer, they can't do. No lo hacer. And the very thing they don't want to do, no that's hacer, what they end up doing. Eso es lo que And they always come to the bottom line, y a la oh wretched man that I am, Ay, de mí. who will deliver me from the body of this death. De este de mm -hmm. 
So we got to stop that trying in the flesh. Hay que dejar de esforzarnos en la carne. This is what I call the trying harder chapter. Y eso es lo que le llamo yo el capítulo de esforzarse. Romans 7. Romanos 7. And we got to move over into the Romans 8 dimension. Y tenemos que entrar en Romanos 8. Where we're, if we do it in Hebrews the fourth chapter, we're entering into Sabbath rest. O Hebreo capítulo 4, donde entamos, entramos en el descanso. De so if we have time, we'll do these Sabbaths. Si tuviéramos tiempo, estudiamos estos sábados. Because this begins with Sabbath. Porque comienza con las Pascua. It ends with Sabbath. Y termina con Pascua. This begins with Sabbath. Comienza con Pascua. It ends with Sabbath. Y termina en Pascua. This begins with Sabbath. Comienza en Pascua. It ends with Sabbath. Y termina en Pascua. And then there's Sabbaths in between. Y hay Pascuas entre una which is what God is showing us that they who have entered into his rest or his Sabbath have ceased from their own labors in order to enter into his rest. That's the Sabbath. Now if you see it in, in Colossians 3, this is what he says. Don't let anybody bring you into bondage to a new moon or a feast day or a Sabbath day. Because all these things are fulfilled in Christ. Yeah, well, well, then why are you preaching on Sabbath and feast days and new moons? Bueno, entonces, ¿por qué predicamos de las Pascua y, la, y todo esto? Because when we preach on this, we're preaching Christ. Porque cuando predicamos esto, estamos predicando a Cristo. Because all these things are summed up in Jesus Christ. Porque todas estas cosas se concluyen en Cristo Jesús. But this is what we have to see now. Pero esto es lo que tenemos que ver ahora. That Christ is both head and body. Que Cristo es la cabeza y el cuerpo también. He says the body has many members. Dice el cuerpo tiene muchos miembros. Not all the members are the same. No todos los miembros son iguales. But there are a body has a head. Pero un cuerpo tiene una cabeza. With many members. Con muchos miembros. First Corinthians 12. So also is Christ. Primera Corintios 12 dice así también Christ es Cristo. is the head. Cristo es la cabeza. And his body has many members. Y su cuerpo tiene miembros. The head and the body la y el is called Christ. Se llama Cristo. So when we're speaking about coming to maturity Cuando here, de a la all these feasts speak about Christ. Toda esta nos a They're all, all summed up in Christ. Todas son, se, se en But Christ is not just the head. Pero no es solo la He's head and body. And that's what Ephesians 4 is about. Y de eso se trata Ephesians 4. Where he says he gave some as apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists. Dio apostles, profetas, maestros, for the perfecting of the saints. Para a los for the work of the ministry. Para la obra del until we all come. Hasta que todos into the unity of the faith. A la de la fe, the full knowledge of the Son of God. Unto one perfect man. Unto one perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. A la medida de, de la plenitud de Cristo. That's first fruit. Los primeros frutos. Okay. Is everybody with me now? If there's any questions, you know this is not formal. So. Esto no es nada formal, así que si hay preguntas pueden hacer preguntas. Okay. Everybody, everybody, get that much so far? ¿Me están siguiendo hasta ahora? See, we're not speaking out some pie in the sky. No estamos hablando una cosa mística. 
We're speaking about a practical thing sino una cosa práctica for this church para esta iglesia, for the day in which we live. Para el día en que estamos viviendo. Okay, let's begin now in Leviticus 23. We want to set some principles here so that it goes in, into the inside so that some of the stuff will take root and begin to grow. This is why it says in Leviticus 23, verse 2. dice. <coughs> Okay, this is what it said. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times, which you shall proclaim as holy convocation, my appointed times are these. Dice, habla a los hijos de Israel y diles, las fiestas solemnes de Jehová, las cuales proclamarás como santas convocaciones, serán estas. So these are God's appointed times. Entonces estas son las fiestas declaradas por Dios. It would be a tremendous disappointment Sería un disgusto grande if we missed our appointment. Si no guardamos la cita Because these are the appointed times of the Lord. Porque son los tiempos designados por Dios. We don't want to miss our appointment. No queremos dejar de asistir esa cita. And so, all of Leviticus 23 now Entonces, todo 23 is the unfolding es la, el of God's appointed times. De los tiempos designados por Dios. Let me do it now from verse 4. These are the appointed times of the Lord Holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the time appointed for them. All right, this is what Raúl said. We preach Passover or Christ to the unsaved. Nothing wrong with that, is there? No hay nada mal con eso, Because we have to preach these things at their appointed time. In in the times that God has set. En los tiempos establecidos por Dios, at that appointed time. En ese momento, he said, proclaim these things. Él dijo, proclamar estas cosas. But once people have come to Passover. Pero cuando la gente han llegado a las Pascuas, and they've been delivered. Y ya han sido librados, from Egypt, de the Egipto, world. Del mundo, Then what do we need to tell them? ¿Qué tenemos que decirles? We need to tell them about the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Que contarles de la fiesta de los panes sin levadura. For seven days, Por siete días, you shall eat unleavened bread. Pan sin levadura. There shall not be leaven y no se hallará levadura found in all your borders en ninguno de sus límites, because if there are any leaven si se encuentra levadura, anywhere within the camp you'll be cut off from Israel. Serás cortado de Israel. So God proclaims the Feast of Unleavened Bread for one complete time period. Seven days. You shall eat unleavened bread. And no leaven shall be found in your borders. Seven is the number of earthly perfection. If you see 12, you see it's eternal perfection. For example, the New Jerusalem has 12 foundations. It has 
12 gates. Tiene 12 puertas. Everything in New, in New Jerusalem is 12. Todo la Nueva Jerusalem That's está en 12. eternal perfection. Porque significa perfección eterna. But seven Pero siete is the earthly perfection. Es perfección terrenal. So he's saying this. Entonces, él está diciendo Put esto. all leaven out of your life Saca toda levadura de tu from vida the first day desde el primer día until you leave this earth hasta que te vayas esta planeta, the seventh day el séptimo día, and God will accept you. Y entonces Dios te aceptará. Say, but I thought Sins were forgiven. Pero yo pensé que mis pecados eran perdonados. Yeah, they are. Sí, son perdonados. But now Paul says, Pero ahora Pablo dice, when he speaks about Passover, hablando de Pascuas, he says in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 8, Corintios 5, Christ our Passover Cristo nuestra Pascua is sacrificed for us. Fue sacrificado por nosotros. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Así que ahora guardemos la fiesta. Not with the leavened bread no con panes, con levadura, of malice and wickedness, la levadura de malicia but maldad, with the unleavened bread con los panes sin levadura, of sincerity and truth. De sinceridad y verdad. Why did he say that? Because there was a man in the church who was sleeping with his father's wife. And he said, put that man out because a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. Then he says, because Christ our Passover has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feet. In other words, get that leaven out of the, out, clear out of your border. Everybody see how it works? Jesus said, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Which is hypocrisy. False teaching. Beware of the leaven of the Sadducees. Because they say, but they don't do. So you see that God wants all this hypocrisy stripped out of the church. Not just adulteries, but, but insincerity. He wants all lies removed. No liar is going to participate in the kingdom of God. Every liar, the Bible says, has their place in the lake of fire. That sounds pretty serious, doesn't it? Yeah. So, when we, when we study the, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, now, we're studying holiness, personal holiness, but we see it as an application to the church. Everybody see how that works? So, these are experiences. These are not just doctrines that we learn. These are things that we give our life for. We let God build these things into us. So, he says in verse uh, 37. These are the appointed times of the Lord which you shall proclaim as holy convocation, this why, to present offerings by fire to the Lord, burnt offerings, grain offerings, sacrifices, and drink offerings or libations, each day's matter in its own day. Dice, estas son las fiestas solemnes de Jehová a las que convocaréis santas reuniones para ofrecer ofrenda encendida a Jehová, holocausto y ofrenda, sacrificio y libaciones, cada cosa en su tiempo. 
Okay, so these are the appointed times of the Lord. Así que estos son los tiempos de Dios. But there's offering and sacrifices. Pero habían ofrendas, sacrificios. And drink offerings. Y libaciones, ofrendas, bebidas. Connected to the appointed times of the Lord. Que tenían que ver con los tiempos designados por Dios. So, when we do it from the tabernacle, we're following these feasts, but when we come to these parts, we call it the consecration offering. See? Because this, these consecration offerings are the preparation for the priesthood. And the next restoration is not going to be a, just a bunch of believers. The next restoration is going to be a priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. And every believer is called To be a holy priest. A kingdom of priests. A holy nation. A people for God's own possession. Where he says all the earth is mine. So in 1 Peter 2. He says that God has called us. To be a holy people. For a holy priesthood. To be built up in to a spiritual house to offer up spiritual sacrifices to God. And then he quotes Exodus 9 about the kingdom of priests. Then he says, for you are a royal priesthood, a kingdom priesthood. So this is now what the next restoration is about. Y esto es de lo que se trata la Raising up a whole congregation toda una where everybody in the congregation donde todos are priests of God son de Dios who can rule. Que It's a kingdom es un of reino priests. De All right. Now, where the kingdom part of this thing comes in Ahora, donde juega el, el reino en todo is esto, when we do the feast es que cuando cumplimos las fiestas, And we see the governmental year y vemos el año, eh, de gobierno, and the religious year el año religioso, or the harvest year o el de as cosechas, we see those work together vemos cómo se, eh, we're going to see how the kingdom message vamos a el del reino, comes into this priesthood entra el del reino and how eso. God makes a kingdom of priests y cómo Dios hace un reino de from these people he just brought out of Egypt. It was at Mount Sinai, Fue en el Monte Sinaí, where God called Moses up the mountain, donde Dios llamó a al monte. and says, when the you hear the trumpet sound, y le dijo, oigan sonar la trompeta, let all the people come up the mountain que suba todo el pueblo al monte, into my presence a mi presencia, to hear my voice y mi voz, and obey y me and keep my covenant. Y mi pacto. Then I will make them Entonces, yo los haré a kingdom of priests, una nación de a holy nation. Un reino de a people of my own possession santa, because all the earth is mine. Toda la es mía. So, as, as we follow the children coming out of Egypt, Así que siguiendo los israelitas saliendo de we're Egipto, seeing the unfolding of these feasts. Vemos cómo se va cumpliendo las fiestas. But that's natural. Pero eso es lo natural. This is spiritual. Esto es espiritual. So, in verse 44, he sums up Leviticus 23. En 44 es eh, dar resumen. So Moses declared to Israel, the sons of Israel, the appointed times of the Lord. Así habló Moisés a los hijos de Israel sobre las fiestas solemnes de Jehová. All right, now, 
We have to proclaim these things at their appointed time. Estas cosas tenemos que proclamarlas en los tiempos designados. We can't just bring somebody to Passover. No podemos llevar solamente una persona a la Pascua. And begin to talk about tabernacles. Y comenzar a decirle acerca de la fiesta de los tabernáculos. Because they're not even close to tabernacles. Porque ellos no están ni siquiera cerca de tabernáculos. De la fiesta de los tabernáculos. We 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 start out here blowing the trumpet. Estamos aquí empezamos aquí sonando una trompeta. Which is all right. Que está bien. Because every feast began with the blowing of trumpets. Porque cada fiesta comenzaba con But there's a feast of trumpets. Pero hay una fiesta de trompetas. Because the trumpets were blown every new moon. Cada vez que había luna nueva sonaban las trompetas. The trumpets were blown every Sabbath day. Cada día Pascua sonaban las trompetas. And the beginning of all feasts were announced with a trumpet. Y el principio de cada fiesta era con trompetas. But when we come into this dimension, pero cuando entramos en esta dimensión, it's a continually blowing of the trumpet. Es un sonar de trompetas continuo. It's a whole feast. Era una fiesta entera. That's set apart. Apartada por Dios. For the blowing of trumpets. Para sonar trompetas. Now. When we get to that feast, maybe Wednesday night, we'll do it for Numbers, the 10th chapter. And you'll see who blows the trumpet. It's the priests, the sons of Aaron, who blow the trumpet. The sons of the high priest los hijos del sumo sacerdote blow the trumpet. Suena la trompeta. Who's the sons of the high priest in the New Testament? Hijos del sumo sacerdote en el Antiguo Testamento? These are the manifested sons of God. Son lo que representan los hijos de Dios, la manifestación de los hijos de Dios. Those who come to the standard the Father set lo que han llegado a la medida que el Padre estableció. When the Father gives them the use of his name. Cuando el Padre les da autoridad para usar su nombre. Why is it we have everybody going around saying in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Porque anda todo el mundo por ahí diciendo en el nombre de Jesús. And nothing happens. Y vemos que nada pasa. It's because you have to come to a certain dimension, a certain level, a certain maturity. Tiene que llegar a cierta madurez. Before he gives you the use of his name. que te dé autoridad para usar su nombre. So there's a bonus in all this. Así que hay bendición en todo esto. Incentivo. Wouldn't it be nice if you could speak? In place of the Father, <coughs> you could go out and say, "In the Father's name," and the Father would say, "That's my son." Whatever he says, you do it. You hear him. See, that's that's the church we're looking for. Where everybody here has the use of the Father's name to lay hands on the sick and see them recover to cast out demons to raise the dead to give sight to the blind make the lame walk. These are not strange things. This, these are the Uh, appointments Esos son las designaciones for the sons of God. Que deben de seguir los hijos de Dios. If you read in Romans 8, en 8, it says, for all of creation dice, Toda la creación is waiting está esperando for the manifestation la manifestación of the sons of God de los hijos de Dios. when they are delivered Cuando ellos son libertados from their corruption. De su corrupción. See, I'm, I may not live to see it. But there's some of you people here who have to be in expectation. You have to stand with that vision that God is leading us 
de que Dios nos está and he's going to be putting the word of God in us. Y él va a estar su de One plants, una clase, another water. Dice, uno siembra, but otro God causes the riega, growth. We have to get out of this fleshly thing of saying, I don't think I can do it. Que salir de esa donde decimos, Yo no puedo It's like this pile of dirt es como una loma de is being tilled que lo están and prepared y and they plant the seed y una semilla, and the dirt says, y la dice, I don't think I can do it. No creo que lo puedo <laughs> I mean, how can I ¿Cómo yo make that tree come to mature hacer que ese árbol and bring forth fruit? Y que fruto. I mean, there's nothing in me no hay nada en mí that can make this olive tree que pueda hacer que este olivo produce olives olivos so that they can be crushed para que sean into, the, into the oil y that's a part of this feast. Que es parte de esta This is the feast where all the corn, Aquí todo el maíz, the wine, el vino, the oil, el olio, and all the fruit y todo el fruto was brought into the house of God. Now, if you know that, uh, eso, and you read it in Joel 2, where he says, in that day, donde dice, en aquel día, there's going to be, the, the, the harvest is going to be so plentiful, all the grain beds will be full, todos los llenos, there's going to be new wine and oil, nuevo vino, nuevo aceite, to the overflowing. Hasta que when, what, what, what time of the year is that? ¿En qué época del año es eso? That he's talking about in Joel 2. En Joel 2. When the new wine and the oil and the corn is brought in. Venga el nuevo vino, el aceite, maíz, he's talking about that day right there. Está de ese día. If he's talking about bringing in the barley harvest. Si está de, eh, la cosecha what de part of the year is he talking about? Cebada, de qué año está he's talking about this part está of the year. De esta this is where the barley harvest. Aquí la and the, the wheat harvest. The main harvest was brought in at Pentecost. Y la the first fruits were brought in here. Y los So when you read the scriptures, la Biblia, you can tell what, what time it is tú saber en qué época, de qué época está because of the harvest that they mention. Por la que uh, let's take, for example, in Mark 11, en Marcos 11 por ejemplo, Jesus and the disciples are walking down the road Jesús está con los and he saw an olive tree. Y vio un olivo. And he goes over and he hunts for some olives. Y busca olivos. Or figs. Figs. And he couldn't find any. Y no encontró higos en la higuera. And Mark said. Y Marcos dice. Because it was not the time for figs. Porque no era época de higos. And so he cursed the fig tree. Y el maldijo la higuera. Said nobody's going to eat figs for you forever. Él dijo más nunca comerá nadie higos de ti. Now that doesn't make much sense. Ahora, eso no hace sentido. It's not the time for figs. Si no era época de higos, And he's there looking for figs. Y él está ahí buscando higos. <laughs> Now, if you don't know how figs grow, Ahora, si tú no sabes cómo crece you won't higuera, understand Mark 11. No vas a entender Marcos 11. Because figs only, the, the harvest of the figs only grows on new wood. Porque el, el, los higos crecen solamente en árboles nuevos. That's on new growth. O en crecimiento nuevo. En on los the tender shoots. En las ramas nuevas. 
But before that harvest, Pero antes de esa cosecha, there are figs that grow on the old wood. Hay higos que crecen en la madera vieja. They're not the best, no son los mejores but higos, figs. pero son higos. So, a fig tree has a few figs, Así que la higuera tiene algunos higos, which are the first fruits, que son primeros frutos, or the promise, o la promesa, or the down payment, o el depósito, or they're just a foretaste, o una prueba, of the harvest that's coming. De la cosecha que va a venir. So when he looks, y cuando él busca, and he doesn't find any figs, no haya higos, he said, "Well, then nobody will eat figs from you." Dijo, Nadie va a comer higos from tío. now on forever. So when they came back, the whole fig tree had dried up from the roots. Luego regresaron y el árbol estaba seco. And the disciples said, "Well, the fig tree is dead." Y los discípulos dijeron, la higuera está muerta. He says, "Whoever shall say unto this mountain, y él dijo, cualquiera que le dijera esta montaña, be taken up and thrown in the sea." Muévete y échate en el mar. And you don't doubt in your heart, y no dudan en su corazón, but you believe that what you say will come to pass. Sino que creen que lo que han dicho va a suceder. You shall have whatsoever you say. Tendrás lo que pidieres. Therefore I say to you. Así que yo os digo. For whatsoever things you pray and ask. Cualquiera cosa que vosotros pidéis. Believe you have received. Cree que lo han recibido. Then it'll be granted. Y entonces será dado. Now that that's the whole story of the fig tree. Y eso es la historia del higuero. But higuera. if you don't know the season, pero si no conoces las sazones, if you don't know God's appointed time, si no sabes los tiempos designados por Dios, you'll never understand Mark 11. Nunca vas a poder entender Marcos 11. Because it says it wasn't time for figs. Porque dice que no era tiempo de higos. Everybody been confused about that verse? Algunos aquí se han confundido con esa escritura. That's a strange verse. Es una escritura extraña. Amen. Okay. Now let's just see some things about uh, Leviticus 23 here now. Vamos a ver otras cosas en Levíticos 23. Verse 10-11. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land, Dice, cuando hayáis entrado en la tierra, which I am going to give you, que yo os doy, and reap its harvest. Y seguís, seguís su mies. Then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. Entonces, y traerás al sacerdote una gavilla por primicia de los primeros frutos and de vuestra ciega. He, he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. Y me será el sacerdote la gavilla delante de Dios para que seáis aceptos. He shall wave the sheep before the Lord. Dice, me será la gavilla delante de Dios. For you to be accepted. Para que seáis, seáis aceptado. On the day after the Sabbath. El día siguiente del día de reposo. The priest shall wave it. La me será. Now, if we see how this works out in the New Testament. Entendiendo como esto se cumple en el Nuevo Testamento. You know that when they chose the Passover lamb, ¿Sabes que el Pascual, that was the beginning of another uh, another year. Eso era el de otro año. So the, if you put the years up there, si los años aquí arriba, if, if you see that Passover is the beginning of a new calendar, in the, the month Nisan, Entonces, el mes en Nisan or it was called Abib, o Abib up the top. Lo tienen los papeles que tienen you see, it mano. was the first month, Abib, and it was the feast of the religious year. First feast of the religious year. Or the religious year begins with Passover. El año religioso comienza en las Pascuas. Now, there's two years in Israel. Acuérdense que hay dos años en Israel. 
There's the harvest year. Está el año de cosecha. Then there's the civil year. Entonces está el año civil. They run at the same time. Es, son paralelos. But they start on different months. Pero comienzan en diferentes meses. So when you go down to the seventh month up there, the day of trumpets, day of atonement, and Feast of Tabernacles. Así que viendo el séptimo mes. Which is the month Tishri. Que es el mes Tishri. It's the last month. Es el último mes. Of harvest. De cosecha. But it's the first month Pero ahí comienza el primer mes of the governmental year. Del año del gobierno. Now Tishri, Tishri from the first day desde el primer día de ese is, mes, the be, is the coming of the close of harvest. Es el principio del final de la cosecha. But the first day Pero el primer día is the beginning of the government year. Es el principio del año de gobierno. So in the seventh month, Así que en el séptimo mes, the last of the harvest and the first of the kingdom, eh, lo último de la cosecha y lo primero del reino, comes together. Se unen. They're simultaneous. Es simultáneo. This is what it means. Mira lo que significa. That when, as we come into the harvest season, que entrando la temporada de cosecha, the gospel of the kingdom, el evangelio del reino, is what has to be preached. Es lo que hay que predicar. We have to begin to preach the government of God. Tenemos que comenzar a predicar el gobierno de Dios. That is corporate. Que es algo corporal. But the government of God is personal. Pero el gobierno de Dios es personal. It's an internal thing. Es una cosa interna. Jesus said, "Behold, don't say." Here's the kingdom and there's the kingdom. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So the kingdom of God is built into us. It's in our genes. It's in our DNA. We have been created by the word of God. Because without the word of God, wasn't anything created created. So we are created by the Word of God to live in harmony with the Word of God. When you live opposite the Word of God, you're living opposite of your creation. Let me say that again. We have been created to live in the kingdom. And the kingdom is built into us. It's built into our blood. It's built into our digestion. It's built into our mental system. So when you live in harmony with the kingdom, you're living in harmony with your body. You're living in harmony with creation. But when you live opposite the kingdom, then you're living against your creation. Okay, this is what happens. Say, well, we see adultery everywhere. We see fornication and drugs and alcohol everywhere. So let's try that. You can't hardly hear a movie star Casi no vemos ni un artista de cine. Speak without talking about their analyst. Que hable sin mencionar su analista o terapista o They're psiquiatra. all under psychiatric care. Todos están bajo cuidado psiquiátrico. They're all a wreck. Todos son desastres. They look good. Pa lucen bien. But they can't function. Pero no pueden funcionar. Why? ¿Por qué? 
because they're living opposite of the kingdom Porque of God. So what happens is your heart begins to beat faster. Entonces, tu a latir más your blood doesn't work right. Tu no your breathing and oxygen doesn't flow right. El, el, el no te hace nada. You lose your mental peace. Vas la paz you, you, you begin to fall apart a, a because you've been built for the kingdom. Everybody understand? ¿Me está entendiendo? So when you read Matthew 5, 6, and 7, <coughs> he's not saying, don't live that way. This is what he's saying. When you live in the kingdom, this is the way you will live. But here's the problem. If you try to take Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and live that way while you're living in Romans 7 in the flesh you're going to end up oh wretched man that I am. Everybody understand why? See? So we have to let the kingdom work because as the word of the kingdom comes in it begins to push out everything that's not of itself. Well, this is why he says in Matthew 13 the kingdom of God is like a woman who took leaven and hid it in three measures of meal until all was leavened. Okay, now he says the kingdom is like leaven. Sin is like leaven. Right? It'll begin to leaven the whole thing. And then it'll leaven the mind the spirit, and the body. But if you let the kingdom come in, it'll leaven the whole lump. All three measures. In the body, the soul, and the spirit. So we are built for the kingdom. And as we permit the kingdom, as we ask God to water this thing and, and let this thing grow, and we break up the fallow ground, give a good place for the seed to light, then the kingdom will develop. It doesn't, because, it doesn't develop because you try harder. It develops because you surrender more. See? And this is how it works. Some days, everything doesn't go good. Some days, anger comes out. Jealousy. Strife. Gossip. All these ugly things begin to come out of our mouth and we don't know where they come from. But Jesus said, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, if it's coming out of the mouth, it has a root in here. Everybody understand that? Yeah. If, if, you, if you just have one of these tempers that fly. Si tienes una esas, uh, uno de esos tiempos donde gritas y 
te enojas, it's not just your personality. No es porque así es tu personalidad. It has a root. Sino que hay una raíz. Down in here. Aquí adentro. That's that's something that needs we get out. That's the leaven we need to get out of. Es una levadura que tenemos que sacar. And replace it with the leaven of the kingdom. Y reemplazarla con la del reino. Because if you don't get these things out, Porque si tú no sacas esto de ti, they will grow. Eso va a crecer. <laughs> But if you let the kingdom come in, Pero si dejas que el reino entre, it will grow. Él va a crecer. And this is how these harvests come. Y así vienen esas cosechas. We could say they're grace harvests. Podemos decir son cosechas de gracia. Or they're the result of God's grace. O son resultado de la gracia de Dios. But it's not the grace to live any old way. Pero no es gracia para vivir como tú quieras. What we call super grace. O super gracia. It's not that. No es eso. It's the grace to live the kingdom life. Es gracia para vivir el reino It's Dios. God's grace pouring in that word es la gracia de Dios entrando la palabra that he, somebody waters que alguien viene y la riega, and God causes the growth. Dios causa que That's what we call the grace of growth. Eso es la gracia de crecimiento. Mm -hmm. It's all by God's grace. Todo por la gracia de Dios. Trying harder is not going to help you. Esforzándote más no te va a ayudar. You have to surrender more. Tiene que rendirte más. So when anger comes, Cuando viene el enojo, disappointment, disgusto, uh, bitterness, amargura, uh, depression, depresión, surrender it. Ríndelo. Don't don't get into this. Uh, well, I, my mother was that way, and my no grandmother digas, was bueno, that es way. Que It's something yo, I've inherited. Es algo que no, yo surrender it to God no, and eso. ask God to remove it. Y a Dios que quite eso de ti. And God's grace y la de Dios works. He'll get these things out. Eso de ti. But this is the problem. Pero este es el After you get ten things out, que Dios saca diez cosas, you'll say, well, thank God that's over decimos, with. Bueno, ya con todo eso. Then you're going to find out there are 34 more. Because in Canaan, en Canaan there were seven nations. Habían siete naciones. But in those seven nations, there were 34 kings. So what you discover is that this kingdom here is divided up into seven departments and there are kings over these departments. See, we call it culture, tradition. We call it by these names which we get Psychiatrists can identify. Que los le han dado. But they can't do anything about it. Pero no con See? Only God can get rid of these kings. Solo Dios puede sacar esos reyes. And if we had time to read the scriptures. Y si para where he says, I will drive out all seven nations. Donde dice, Yo esas But you have to kill all the 34 kings. <laughs> Because in the kingdom, en el reino, there can only be one king. Solo puede haber un rey. Mm -hmm. And that's Jesus. Y ese es Amen. 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 Hallelujah.